Welcome back to the game. There's EP. That was a okay. little different yeah. that time. A little, a little different. Love, like, love to, love to have her a part of this channel. Uh, so it's big shout out to EP. <laughs> <laughs> big shout out to those in the chat too. That we've got a lot of, a uh, lot of people here. Uh, Uptown Dre, Big Simple, Scotty's in the house. Big Watubi, as we mentioned earlier. Josh, Emilio, all those K80 tick is on there that's the one where uh said uh titans missing a bunch of key players for yeah. sunday washington uh had a surprise did not practice today at least surprise for me team says it's just an illness not covid no. yeah, but, yeah. but curtis samuel sat out today who else was out there stoner who was on the uh the, was on the list? Didn't, yeah do not practice who's on that uh, mm, injury list i probably should have uh looked that brought, up brought that up I oh, I set you up. I think Trav's I looking it up, up right now. Trav's, Trav's pulling it up. My bad. I set I set I set my man Stoner up. I thought he had I thought he had it uh I usually do. Up. For some reason I didn't write it down this time. Uh but we do know of course Jahan that Dotson. Uh, Jahan Dotson's, know Dotson's yeah, he's going to be out for a week or two. Sam Cosme. He's going to be yeah, out for out a few for, weeks. Yeah, out for a few and weeks with that hand. Curtis Samuel. Yeah. Okay, those those only do not practice. I mean, Samuel was an illness. Report on this report, it just says. Wait, on this one, it just says, um, West Schweitzer. Well, Schweitzer, same thing. They have. Oh, they did. Oh, that was week two. Sorry, <laughs> oh, yeah, got week two on there. <laughs> well, let, while you're pulling up the the official report, there, uh, yes. we're going to talk about Joshua's comment here. Any news uh, on Chase Young? Uh, yes and no. Uh, the, the news on him is that he's not ready to come back. They have not activated him. Yeah. Uh, so he, he's, he's still, uh, as Commandalorian says here, two to three weeks away. At least. Um, and so when they, they have, he's, they have time for him to sit and then they have to activate him within three weeks. And then, then it, we might still be do not practice. It might still be a few weeks away from seeing Chase Young. So the the news on Chase is that he's not ready. And so that's not really news. So that's your yes and no answer there. It's kind of mm -hmm. uh, a little bit on the fence. Maybe not so exciting for fans, but there was somebody activated today that got a lot of people excited. And that's Brian Robinson mm -hmm. uh, activated in practicing. Ron Rivera. Yeah, absolutely. Big, big round of applause to the young man. Yep. Robin, Ron Rivera said that Brian Robinson, they had a like, they were trying to keep him on a pitch count and he snuck over to the scout team just to get some more snaps. <laughs> and they're, so they're like having awesome. to slow him down a little bit. And, uh, and that one's going to be, that one's going to be interesting to watch come against the Titans who do have reasonable run, run defense. And what he's able to do there on that pitch count and stuff. Mm. So, uh, Trev, were you able to pull up that uh, that injury yeah. report? Yeah, well, I, well, I told you is what it was. Okay, it was just those three. Yeah, mm -hmm. that didn't practice. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and and all three of those that didn't practice are guys that are not. Well, I think they put Schweitzer on the on the IR. Right, right. Schweitzer. I, Schweitzer is yeah on the injured the, reserve. It's yeah, just uh, Cosme Brown and. Um, yeah, they put they put Schweitzer on IR. That's when they brought up um, West Martin. Yeah. So yeah, and that, so, that kind of goes into this question from Emilio here. Uh, what do you guys think this offensive line is going to look like this week? Another yeah. variation. You got Cosme's story. out, and uh, Sadiq Charles is in at right guard. Yeah. Well, I, th I think what you're going to see. I think what you're going to see is the left side is going to be the same, right? Leno, who's been very good this year. Yes. Norwell. Mm, yeah. Okay, he's he's been fine. I think I think Tyler Larson will be ready for this game, yeah, but it's true. not for sure that he's going to be ready. He was activated again, mm -hmm. just like Brian the, Robinson. The other activation. He yep. was activated off of the injury list, which means they have three weeks to put him on the active roster. So it may not be this week, but I think it will be. So it's either that or Nick Martin at center, right? Right guard is going to be Sadiq Charles. Right tackle is going to be Cornelius Lucas. And just like Gus Bus, who I don't, we haven't seen Gus Bus today, have we yet? Not yet. Uh, just like Gus Bus, who loves Wes Schweitzer, I'm a Cornelius Lucas guy. I think when he plays, he plays pretty well. So I'm not, I'm not upset that he's going to be in there at right tackle. So that's probably what's going to be, and you're going to have Wes Martin. Uh, Trey Turner is probably not going to be 
uh, even a backup. It'll probably be Chris Paul. And then you're going to probably have one of the new guys or one a guy you've never heard of is going to be your third backup um, offensive lineman on game day, which is going to be a little bit scary. But they're getting there. They did sign an offensive lineman today. They worked out and signed, signed a guy. Not named uh, Flowers, which a lot of people yeah. keep wanting to see come back. Which caused uh, Troy. Well, I should have hit up Jen Leno and was like, yo, give E. Flowers a call. With, yeah. <laughs> she which was like, to to his wife. But we'll that, that signing of the offensive lineman cost uh, Troy Apke a roster spot. So Which is crap, man. <laughs> That's who they decided to let go off the practice squad was Troy Apke. Which is Trev's guy, so. Yeah, that's Tra- the old Tra- line. Trav loves himself some uh, some yeah. trap key there. Um, K80 with some uh, might just be KD, yeah. but uh, uh, Titans missing best offensive lineman, mm-hmm. best yep. receiver, yep. and one of the best rush uh, pass rushers, yeah. and urging Washington to take advantage of that. Uh, Trav, oh. did you bring up their side of the 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 list there as well? No, I can, but also earlier I read that their rushing defense after their game one win um, has been poopy the past three games, allowing almost like Look, they're, they're whole... oh, And sorry. then – no, you're good. And then their oh. passing uh, defense is fourth in yards allowed right now in the NFL, which means they don't have a passing defense either. So You mean fourth worst? Yeah, fourth worst, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean. So we should feast. Yeah, they're, they're, their defense they're, – well, they're, if you look at all their stats – they are poopy. And you can say what you want about last year, they were the number one seed in the playoffs, right? Ooh. They had the best record. But this year, they have been absolutely horrendous, even though they've won their last two games. So, Who's on uh, their injury report, Trev? Ola Adini. He's the outside uh-huh. linebacker. Traylon Burks, Arkansas's yeah. finest. He's not playing. Uh, <laughs> Zach Cunningham, linebacker. Not, not practice. Bud Dupree. Stud off yep. outside linebacker. He has oh, played all year, right? No, he um, did. He was, he played last week. Okay, Joe Jones, linebacker, and then Amani Hooker, safety is limited, and Troy Carter, another fullback is limited, and then Amadi, a defensive back, is full full participant. Yeah, yeah. I want to I want to throw some stats out at y'all. And oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I want to add to ours too. Milo Eifler is on the DMP. Right. Not Milo and. uh Percy Butler for a quad didn't DNP. Yeah, was I, yeah well. Butler was out. Okay. Yep. Tennessee's offense. They're the 29th ranked offense in the NFL. Let's go. Poopy. Um, their what defense overall, 26th. Oh. Okay. They are they they are basically terrible. They won their first two, or they lost their first two games, right? They lost to a Giants team that's yeah. won three games. I don't know how they did that. What, what? I mean, the Giants are three and <laughs> two, one. You two other teams, managed, yeah, two other teams managed to lose too. to the Giants. The Titans, so yeah, and then their and then their second uh, game, they also lost to they lost to the Bills. They got blown out by the Bills, like forty-one mm-hmm. seven, I think. And yeah. then the next two games that they won, they beat the Raiders, who have won one game all year. And last mm-hmm. week they beat the Colts, who have won one game all year. Yeah. So it's not like this is a, a scary team that you have to deal with every one of their stats for team stats are in the 20th in the twenties, except for their uh, rushing defense, which is 19th. Everything <laughs> is 20th or, and believe it or not, almost every single team stat, their team is below Washington's. And I'm talking yeah. offense. I'm talking passing. I'm talking rushing. I'm talking scoring, not scoring is actually the one that they're ahead, but just barely. But all of them, they're worse than Washington in all the team stats. So I don't see why people are saying that this is a game that Washington should be scared of. Right? What has Washington not, done? Not scared, but, I mean, you're, you're pointing out how bad Tennessee is. But have you forgotten how bad Washington's looked the, the last, you know, two and a half games? Yeah. They've not looked great. So where is it? And I'm definitely going to get to the great with Tubi's question there that Trev pulled up. But where is it that they can exploit Tennessee? Passing defense. Yes, Um, absolutely. I think if we air it out, not like conservatively. I mean, take the layups, of course, but don't make the layup your first choice. Only take it if it's there. I think we should air it out. 
Um, they had that Caleb Farley kid who I liked, who was a, a nice cornerback from Tech. I don't know if he's that yeah. good or not, but mm-hmm. air it out. They allow the fourth wor- the fourth worst passing defense. Yep, for in four four weeks, air it out. We have the weapons to do it, even without Jahan Dotson. It's Deami Brown season, whether people like it or not. I still I still I still believe in Deami. He had a rough yeah. training camp. I mean, his confidence probably went down a little bit once they saw they drafted Jahan Dotson and how good he was. Because he was supposed to be a wonderful wide receiver four or five. I mean, mm-hmm. he could be he could be our our w, I mean WR three. We I mean you never we had he had Taylor Heineke. You don't know that. I mean he had Sam Howell to Taylor Heineke. I'd probably be the same I way. I just don't see him but, unseating the big three. No. On our squad, no, but on some like the Texans, he could be a, a two or three. But anyway, so I still have faith in Dami Brown, and I think we should air it out against his pass defense. For real. Yeah, I mean, they give up – well, Tennessee gives up 274 passing yards a game. Oh, come on, man. Like you we said, that's 28. That's fourth worst. Damn near 400 on Sunday. And that's Washington's offense, well. their passing offense is ranked 17th. Carson, uh, 230 yards a game. So That's only because we've been sacked 35,000 times in the past – That it's not higher, years. yeah. That's yeah. right. That's absolutely right. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think you have to do what you said you were going to do against Philadelphia. You did it. You said, we got to stop them from running the ball. Yeah. We're going to make Jalen Hurts beat us. Now, he did, yeah. but that's what the game Maybe plan is. Ryan Tannehill beat us. That's going to yeah. be. And this week, this past week, they said, we're going to stop uh, that rushing attack for Dallas, and mm-hmm. we're going to make Cooper Rush beat us. He, he did, did. <laughs> but they did stop the, uh, uh, the opposing <laughs> run. They have to stop Derrick Henry. Yeah. And if Ryan that's a, Tannehill that's a beats large you, task. If uh, Ryan Tannehill beats you, it's time whole, to yeah, panic. Panic button. A, so, panic. so to, to answer this question, question Hell, from the great Watubi, yeah. is this a must-win game? Oh yes. yes. Teams that start one and four don't make the playoffs. If, you, yeah, if they do, if, if they do, we got to have that math problem like we did last year. The Saints and it doesn't have to lose in order for us to get this spot. We got to beat them, and then that team in that conference has to lose in order for us to. Yeah, uh-uh. we don't. Yeah. I'm not going to go through that again. If we're one and four, season's not over, but it's over. Again, when you look at the stats for Tennessee, this is a winnable game, and I understand that Washington hasn't played a winnable type or, or a winning type game the last Since couple of games. That's totally mm-hmm. understandable. But you can make adjustments, and this is a winnable type game. And you're at home. Yeah, if they shoot themselves in the foot, you know, for penalties or give up nine sacks. Uh, Somebody was saying this. uh, Commandalorian was saying, if all that happens, yeah, you're not going to win. But this is a winnable game. And then the next week against the Bears, that's a winnable game. Oh, my God. Right? You should be – this team should be three and three after week six. Titans, and if they're not, Titans are favored in this game, by the way. Huh? Uh, yeah, in, like two and a half. Vegas, two and a half points in of Vegas. Of course they are. That's we understandable. That. It's a you. home game. You usually get three points as the home team. Hey, if, you, if you look at the ESPN predictor model. Yeah, that one well, actually has, has, has Washington, Washington nearly 60 to 40 on that one. Yeah. All right. Well, we got uh, Redskins Weekly in the chat. Thanks for joining us here. Uh, he agrees with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tennessee's but, won two straights. They have the momentum and a better they, coach, he says. They but they're sure about the better coach. The, the momentum – is is good until you snap the ball on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. right? You know what Literally. I mean? I mean, I mean that, that's a real no, – I believe true. in momentum. That's a real yeah. thing. But it doesn't no. mean that they're going to win the rest of their games. Right. And Washington is in a rut. Momentum is the opposite. But that doesn't mean they're going to lose the rest of their games. That's a very good point too, Trout. We, if we can't beat Tennessee – and we do get to the playoffs, we can't win in the playoffs if we can't beat a team like Tennessee. Yeah, you 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 have to win these. And this is the, where I was at the beginning of the year, where I was like, we're going to win, you know, 10, maybe 11 games. But the games we're going to lose are going to be against good teams. We're going to be a paper uh, playoff team, a paper tiger, yeah. right? You're going to – uh, but that's still improvement. You're supposed to beat the teams – that you're supposed to beat, right? And yeah. Tennessee is lined up for Washington to yeah. beat. So my and, question is, and when it comes down to it, Washington has to hold Derrick Henry. You're not how how what would you consider containing Derrick Henry? Oh, he's got a he's got a rush for under ninety yards, mm. under eighty under eighty yards, under eighty yards. I mean, that would be ideal. But 
How many had last week? He had 82, 82 against uh, the Giants, 25 against Buffalo, 85 against Las Vegas, and 114 14. against Indianapolis. Yeah. I think if you keep him right there, if you keep him under 120, I think you're doing yourself a, a – you're helping yourself out for this game. I think 120 is the mark. If he has one of his, you know, his games that he tends to have every once in a while and he gets up there in the 180s, or he trouble. can't, he can't, we can't let that man Josh Norman us in our house. Right. <laughs> I, ain't trying to, I ain't trying to be a meme on Sports Center for the rest of the season. <laughs> right. We're talking about stiff arms. I'm not trying to have none of our players on there. So, Kendall Fuller, you better wrap the hell up. Or just get the hell out of the way because I'm not trying to have you embarrassed. I'll, I'll tell you the one that I'm worried about, but I want to give a shout out to Authentic and the Beard in the chat. I'm pretty sure it's the Beard joining us uh, mm. as he usually does, but they have amazing content out on their channel. Make sure you head out there and uh, and subscribe to their channel because they they are just amazing. I, I'm actually I got a few things from your last one where I, I was just like writing down some notes and it's like we gotta. We got to start copying these guys because these guys got the best television show not on television. Uh, Rockman, yeah, they have to gang ta- tackle them. Ant Jones believes in the defense. This defense has been able to hold the opposing rushing teams. And then mm-hmm. Philadelphia is a legit rushing team. And Zeke and Pollard are a good duo. And they've been able to hold those two. Even if you look at the games against Jacksonville and Detroit, where they did not have a great one uh, run defense, if you look at it at a whole, if you actually look at it, though, there were two big plays that mm-hmm. they gave up in, in Detroit. Outside yep. of that, they had a they had a great run run defense that absolutely game. they did. And Jacksonville was very much the same thing. And this is where King Henry, we're saying keep him to 80 yards. But if he bust out like a 40-yard touchdown run on us, can't that do in Washington? They haven't been able to put points on the board. I think he's due for one of those every time because he's King Henry. But I think we can't let it happen more than just that one time, obviously, because then we're toast. But he is due for one at least every other game. But he scored the touchdown the last three games. We can do it. And since we're talking about rush defense, I kind of want to segue to the Jonathan Allen Jonathan Allen thing real quick and his comments. We're, we're going to do that. Oh, are the, we doing that? Well, we can stop the run with Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne. Like mm-hmm. all these teams that have this threatening running tax outside the big plays run nowhere because of those two guys up front. They, they are absolute beasts up front. This My worry together. is with Cole Holcomb. Hmm. Cole Me too. Just run over all the time. Our, Whenever you see him tackle, like Jamin Davis, he he tackles he like you up. want a linebacker, right? Right. He yeah. he wraps up and he's pushing that guy forward. Every time I see Cole Holcomb tackle somebody, he's like he wraps them up, but he's like he's like letting he's them drag him. Yes, every and, time. And, and you can't. I'm sorry, Derrick Henry's not going to just drag you for like a yard and a half. Or a couple yards, Derrick Henry is going to drag you half the field. Mm. You're going to lose that mullet the that's, way he's going to drag you. That's why our, our five front or four man front they have to they can't let him get to the second level because if he does, right. he's gone. That's yeah. that's the key. Right. You can't let him get to the second and third levels because he's gone. Bobby McCain and St. Juice, all them little boys are not tackling King Henry. They're not. Yeah. So if our front four or five, whatever front we run, can't stop them, then we're toast. Well, they have, have to been do. the last two weeks. So yes. hopefully they can keep that yes. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I do feel like they're going to be able to contain him for most of the game, but you know he's going to get his. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're able to contain him, as a lot of people are saying, you know, 80 yards, 100 yards, they're expecting mm-hmm. Washington to win. Mm-hmm. Do we have faith in the, the defensive backs? to hold down Ryan Tannehill in that offense. We mentioned they're out their top wide receiver uh, in Tennessee. Do we have faith in this defense to in the back seven to hold them down? I do. I know. That you is do? something. Trev has faith. I, I you have faith in Kendall Fuller, Trev? No. Uh, no. <laughs> but outside, no, but I do because those two picks we had, the penalties came off the ball somewhere else. It wasn't like the actual play itself. Well, say, that's that's not true. Was St. Juice held? St. Oh, yeah, Juice okay. was the one that held he's, the guy. And he's then he's a lot better. 
And I, Ryan Tannehill will give us the ball. So if our back end is disciplined, we should get at least two picks from Tannehill. I mean, that's what he does. Just when they stop keep the, the run, flags in the, in the pocket. To, yeah, he tries to be a hero in the passing game, and he throws the ball away. A la playoffs last year, a la playoffs every year they get there. He, he throws the game away, literally. So I think if we're disciplined this game, yeah. we should be able to create some turnovers. You just got to stay disciplined and communicative, communicative in the back end, and we yeah. should for real make Tannehill have a bad day. For real. And do not sleep. Do not sleep on Ryan Tannehill's athleticism and ability to to run the oh, ball. True. When he yeah. gets in trouble, he can run the ball and he, he is can. very athletic and he is a weapon when he does he's very similar to like a Daniel Jones who you don't really I mean as a defense you want him in that pocket throwing. Mm-hmm. Yes. But if they get outside that pocket, you're in trouble. He's not afraid he's not afraid to grab those those chunk yeah. yards, right? Oh, like yeah. the five, ten yard runs. Yep. Uh, he's gonna do will a lot eat of you that. up. Will absolutely eat you up. So yeah, some contain there, which uh Washington has had some issues with that. I feel better about where Jamin Davis is at this point of the season, uh, because he has some speed and if if uh Ryan Tannehill dares to venture out. I think he's going to slide. Well, hopefully for his sake, he slides like Jalen Hurts did to avoid uh, Jamin Davis coming in there uh, with the big hit. Shout out to some of those people joining us in the chat. We got Ed Oliver, Caleb. We got Big Simple and uh, Uptown Dre. Ant Jones, I mentioned a comment for he believes in the defense. Um, so thanks, everyone, for joining us. Make sure that you hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, we appreciate that. And yeah, I'm going to give Manscaped one more shout out here. Head to manscaped.com. Use the code REF. You get 20% off. Free shipping. Good stuff yeah. out there on manscaped.com. Um, that Trev's showing up the uh, the nose oh, trimmer, the weed whacker, as it's called. The um, All right. So the defense we seem to have a little faith in. I've mentioned a couple times this offense. You guys are saying that you know they have a poor passing defense. And then yeah. it's time to air it out. Jahan Dotson's going to be out. Yeah. Trev, you say it's you, you say that it's uh, it's Diami uh, Brown. Uh, Brown season. You know, I, I don't know if I have faith in that because you've said it's trappy season like the t- last two years, mm-hmm. and now he's not even on the team. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry, to, I'm sorry to pick on you for that. I mean, one. I'm, damn, I'm, I'm picking the man. Receiver, salt in the wound, salt in the wound. Anyway, <laughs> Trev. You, this offense has been putrid the last two the last two weeks. Yeah. Why do you think they're going to be able to turn around against Tennessee? Well, I know we – I mean, call me whatever you want to call me, but Ron Rivera's pissed off. The man said it himself. Um, and he's been very candid in his, in his interviews and post-game interviews. With the one J.P. Finley the day after we lost, he wasn't too candid. He was pissed off. He said he's pissed off and frustrated. The whole team is pissed off and frustrated. You heard in J.A.'s uh, voice, too. We'll get to that later. I think we're going to gel with this offensive line. If we just if we just protect Carson Wentz, we can do whatever we want. Mm. That's why the offense looks putrid, and that's why people say, oh, Carson Wentz, yes, he holds on to the ball a few times. He doesn't know when to throw it away at times. But for the most part, he doesn't have a chance to do anything. Mm-hmm. For the most part. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that goes for any team. I mean – Look what Aaron Rodgers does. He has no receivers, quote-unquote, but he has a clean pocket to do whatever the hell he wants to do to make his receivers be receivers. We don't have a clean pocket. That's all you need. And once we have even a glimpse of that, I mean, you're going to get your sacks. It's the NFL. But, I mean, that man doesn't even have time to do anything because he's too worried about running for his life. So I think if the offensive line can just get some continuity this game, which I think we can with Cornelius Lucas's familiar face, um, Sadiq Charles is familiar. Who had a really good game uh, last week and uh, filling in for, for the Trey most Turner. part. Yeah, yeah, for the most oh, part. There's a couple, couple things that he needs to work Arthur's on. Arthur's a good backup for Chase. He was pretty good before he got hurt. Norwell's decent and he's not bad. And then Leno. So I think that's the this is the most continuity we've had in offensive line this and since since week one, which I think will give us confidence of why we can just get a playoff. If we can just get a playoff, man, who knows what would happen. And like you said, Nathan, let's get some put Diami in motion. Let's get the defense moving around. Look to see what kind of defense they're in. If they're in man or not, like do some audibles, like do a, a real game plan and give yeah. Carson Wentz time to throw the ball. Sky's the limit with this offense, man. I'm telling you, it is. 
I th- I think there's I think there's two things uh, to add on to what Trev Trev made some uh, excellent points there. But um, one thing is we've got to stop having this empty backfield with Carson back there in a shotgun all by himself. Number one, uh, you're passing the ball. Number two, you've got nobody to help with protection no. on Carson. Right? Uh, you don't have a back back there to help. So get rid of that no back set. Okay, that's one thing. But two, I went back and watched the the first half of the Jacksonville game, the first game. And Curtis Samuel, by the end of that first half, probably had to be dead tired because all he was doing in that first half on offense was running in motion all over the place. Before the snap, during the snap, uh, after the snap, he's he's running back, you know, in front of Carson, mm-hmm. behind Carson. He's he's he was everywhere. Mm-hmm. He was lined up in the backfield. He was lined up in the slot. He was lined up out wide. I mean, even that touchdown that he caught, right? If you remember, okay, well, he started in motion left, mm-hmm. right, and just before he snapped it, he came back right, and, and he's going quick right, and then they snap it. You got no chance to stop that. Nobody has a chance to stop that when Carson puts it right on the money. And he did, and he reached over. Where has that been? Where has that been since that Jacksonville game? Why have they abandoned all of that movement in the backfield that confuses the defense? But I also noticed his pocket in those first two drives, no, in those first two drives, was clean as clean can be. He just stood back there and waited for the routes to develop and then put dimes out there. And if he can do that, I mean, he if they can give him that time, like Trev was saying, he's going to be able to pick them apart. Mm-hmm. But that's the key. Can they do that? Mm-hmm. And ever since then, they haven't had clean pockets, and they haven't had all those pre-snap movements. Where Where's yeah. that gone? You remember uh, that long throw to Gibson in that Jacksonville game? Yeah. Long throw down the right side that was just yeah. perfect. Running back, yeah. mm-hmm. Gibson was on his left. Samuel was on his right in the shotgun. He snaps it. Gibson goes up the middle. He fakes it to Samuel that holds those linebackers and Gibson goes yeah. running right past him. Yeah. Where is that? Where has that creativity gone? Now know. it's like Carson just stands back there and, and snaps the ball and then it's like, oh crap, here comes everybody in the play. Yeah. Well, well, we saw it's some of that this last crazy. week, right? We, we, we know why the game plan was back to the Taylor Heineke game plan last oh. week against Dallas yeah. with all the short passes and everything. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> all CHP. They they um, all got uh they yeah. all got shell shocked. It's not just Carson Wentz, it was yeah. Scott Turner. It was this offensive line uh who just they were uh, they're already starting on their back foot, right? They're already backpedaling. Mm-hmm. And so the game plan was to not have nine sacks again against Dallas. And, and so everything was played close to the line. Yeah. Now with that, you have to take those middle shots. You have to take those deep shots. And they, he just wasn't connecting on those. And mm-hmm. so, you know, maybe against a team like Tennessee, which doesn't have a Micah Parsons, uh, doesn't have a Lawrence, and their best best pass mm-hmm. rusher is potentially going to be out of this game. Yeah. But then yeah. this is where I think you can bring back some of that. And you need that. This is one of those things that has been talked about Carson Wentz and, and Stoner. I know you got a theory on Carson Wentz. You're going to tell us here in a little bit. Oh boy. Not yeah. only do, do we know that he needs Good a clean one. pocket, but it's been said since the beginning, since he's been traded, Washington needs to build up his confidence. That's mm-hmm. what Carson Wentz is lacking. Mm-hmm. He doesn't trust himself anymore. And you see that. And you mm-hmm. saw that against Dallas. And you saw that against Philadelphia. He second guesses himself. If that man, Double flipping clutches, another ball. I yeah. I just want to go down to the field and personally slap him. And yep. he's right. His he knows like if he lets it loose that first time, I'm guaranteeing you ninety percent of the time that's going to be a good completion. But instead, he 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 does this like jolt, and then he's just like, oh, I don't know what to do as a sack, or he throws it away, or he makes a bad decision. Yeah, he's got to start trusting himself. And the line does have to give him time. The, the line was not giving him time. We'll see if that is what they can do here against Tennessee. I just don't know that I personally have faith. And we'll get to the game game predictions and uh, in the cool down when it comes to that, because we'll also do that with some dollar dollar there. But Stoner, 
Yeah. You have a Carson Wentz theory here. Yeah, and, the, and it's a serious theory, and, and I want you guys to to kind of hear it out and see what you what you think of this. And this is my theory of why Carson has been either you can say he hasn't, you know, he what's the right word? What's the word I used in the tweet? That you can either call it an excuse of why he hasn't been good or an explanation. That's the words I use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this an explanation or is this an excuse of why he has not been good so far? If you remember, the whole story has always been about when Carson Wentz came here, this is his third team in three years, right? The other two teams didn't want him. That's been played out. Totally understandable, right? But let's not forget what we sort of overlook with that. This is his third offense in three years. This is his third complete offense that he's had to learn in the last three years. Right, It's a new offensive coordinator, new receivers, new running backs, new centers, new offensive line, protections, game plans. All that's completely different that he's he's had to learn. So he goes into OTAs, and he doesn't have all of his weapons there. Right, Some guys are are not uh, practicing, like Logan Thomas wasn't practicing in OTAs. Uh, Terry McLaurin sat out OTAs. Samuel had a couple of times in OTAs that he was there. So he didn't have the full practice with those guys then you get to training camp right still logan thomas is not practicing uh during training camp but again he's learning the offense every day he's learning but here's the big the big issue i think in practice every single day he's practicing against the same washington defense okay the exact same guys every single day and it doesn't matter if it's the washington defense or if you're playing the or if you've got the 2000 Ravens defense back there or a peewee team, if you're playing them every single day, you're going to start learning tendencies of guys. You're going to know what guys do well, what plays work against the same freaking defense every day. They did not bring in another team for joint practices. So he's got no, uh, no live fire, no live bullets that he's had to go out there and work against seeing different guys, right? He knows what Kendall Fuller is good at and what he's not good at. And he can adjust to make himself feel good and to make the offense move down the field because he knows what Kendall Fuller is going to do because he's seen it day in, day out. Day, he's seen it on the film, all of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So there's no joint joint practices. Mm-hmm. Then they go into the preseason. You've cut the preseason from four down to three, which means the starters go from three games down to only playing two games. And in those two games, he played – Six series, okay? He played basically a half against a different defense that he could sit there and learn and go back into the rooms and work with people he's never worked with before. Scott Turner, uh, the quarterback's coach, Zampezi, the the receivers on how they're going to adjust. He only played six series. He's played a half. And then all of a sudden he's out there and he's playing these games against the live bullets and he doesn't have a full grasp of the offense, and he's learning. He's, it's a slow development. It's slow progress. It's going to come. I don't know if it's going to come at a certain point where they're going to start winning games. I don't know. But it's going to come because he is still learning this offense and still learning what his receivers do well against live bullets, against – linebackers that he's never seen before and that's why he has had this slow start and second of all just one sort of thing to add to that is that there are seven quarterbacks that are playing on new teams this year right playing that came from a new team that are starting there are seven in the nfl this year and i'm going to name them for you of course you've got carson wentz yes he did you've got russell wilson as he did You've got Jacoby Brissett, you've got Marcus Mariota, Matt Ryan, mm-hmm. Mitch Trubisky, and Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so that they're all playing poopy. Mitch Trubisky's all, already been benched. Baker Mayfield all, they can't get benched because there's no one back there. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold's all, on injured reserve. He's, he's not playing. Baker Mayfield's playing. He can play. He can come back though. It's been four weeks. No, but I'm saying that the, there are seven quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're playing yeah, for new teams, all, and they're, they're all, all playing poopy. 
They are. Right? None of their teams are better than two and two. Nope. Okay. Russell Wilson has not looked good in Denver. No, he has not. not. Matt Ryan, <laughs> a Hall of Famer, just yeah. like Russell Wilson, has Russell not Wilson. played well in Indy. He knows better than Russ. Mariota has not played well. None yeah, yeah. Have played well. Matt, Matt Mariota has not played well. They, they are two and two. That's not that. That's not playing well. Look at what he's been. They have more doing. wins than us. That's okay. not. That's, that's not, saying not a huge feat there. Okay, let's not. Jacoby Frizet is probably playing the best out of any of those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you're right. And so the whole point is these guys they need some more time. Yeah, they haven't. Ha- they they have less training camp than they've ever had because of the rules. The less OTAs, less preseason games, no joint practices, at least for in Washington's case. He just needs more time to learn this offense and learn how to adjust and learn what his other players do. That's all I'm saying. So that's my theory of why he hasn't played well, or you can call it an excuse, whatever. And I, I saw somebody said, um, well, Tom Brady came in his first year and won a Super Bowl. Okay, Tom that's Tom Brady. <laughs> and if you look at his start, I don't think his start of that particular year was all that great. Okay, he it takes time, and that's all I'm saying. Give I, it a little bit more time is all I'm saying. I'm not and, guaranteeing it's going to be better, but give it more time. And to piggyback on you, the same offensive line that lined up with him every day in OTAs and training camp has been completely different since week one. Mm-hmm. He's had to play with people he's never played before in his entire life. A la Zach Martin, a la some other tackles, a la people that he's that were on the team last year. So right. there's no gel between the offensive line and the quarterback since week one. So I agree with that, Stunner. Yeah, I know people are saying he's not a rookie. It's just, yeah, but like it's his third offense in three years. Yeah, the quarterback is the most important position on the football team. And most di- most difficult. The most difficult. To to learn a completely different system in three years. It's harder than what it sounds. Yeah, we. It's easy for us to sit back and say, "Well, he's a professional; he should do that." But like, it's just not but, easy. But isn't? It but time. it was a new system in Indianapolis because because that's actually why they picked him up because that was his coach, right? That's kind of they're supposed to be the familiarity okay. in the offense. That, so that's but, fine too. But you still got to adjust. It's to still the new offense players. Yeah, exactly. yeah, there's there's still some adjustment but, period. I'm yeah, I'm more line. in line with Dave and EP. Uh, you you have a lot of believers in this one, uh, but I. I feel like he should be playing better. I get that, you know, a lot of these QBs that have moved to new teams aren't playing good, but he needs like, he needs to be playing better for Washington right now. Sure. That's not happening. And some of those decisions, like I can see it, right. I see the timing thing that you're talking about. I see about his, his, his struggles within the offense stoner. So I can agree and see it. And I see that. But then I just see some bonehead plays that are just Carson Wentz. Yeah, he is at this point, right? So, and that's what that's where Scott Turner comes in play. Needs to mitigate that. You know who he is. You guys were the ones who went out and traded for him. Mm -hmm. You're the ones who are game planning with him. You need to be able to game plan, you know, better for that. Is is where I'm coming from. And and I'm gonna real quick. Switch. I know. I know we're probably going to bring back Carson Wentz talk here, but Roger has been in the chat a couple times with the running the ball. I agree, Roger, that they need to be running the ball, and they know it. And if you actually look at the play calling through even the Dallas game, they were they ran as much as they were throwing, and then they got behind fifteen plus points, and throw. running the ball is not going to help you anymore. You need to be able to pass it. But they they have passed the ball 172 times, and they've ran 98 times. But if you actually yeah. look at the game, it's a lot closer, but they've just been getting the, the bricks blown off of them. Yeah, but you're early. not going to – early, mm-hmm. where they have had to abandon the run. Even then, you still see them make an attempt to do a run. How frustrated were we at the end of the, the first half in Dallas – when they ran a draw play and then didn't bother doing a timeout, like it was, it's they they still have this this blind commitment to the run when they don't need it, and that can be very frustrating. Yeah, and Grayson uh, popping out here. Uh, thanks, Grayson, for joining. Joining, I saw that uh, you said it's been a long time. We appreciate you coming back. Uh, they ran for 140 plus yards against Dallas. Yeah. So I I do feel like they have a commitment to the run and Brian Robinson being back, I think is going to be an additional weapon. We'll see how he is on the field, 
but we'll see. By the way, Stoner, like out of all the analogies you can come with, you went with live bullets for my man Carson Wentz on the day B Rob comes back to process. Pro, uh, I didn't even know that's, that's a reach. <laughs> that's yeah. a reach. Hey, who am I, Stoner? Huh? <laughs> who am I? Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm reaching. I'm reaching. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. That's a that's a reach to try and put those two together. Now, when Ron when Ron Rivera said, uh, what what did he say when he was talking about Robinson is going to be a real oh, shot yeah. in the arm? Yeah, yeah. Shot in the arm. now that's now that's kind of a an odd uh, thing to say, but but to try and say when I say your live bullets just happens to be on the day that he practiced. That's a reach. I do. <laughs> he got shot today. Uh, People are in the comments talking about the lack thereof of Terry McLaurin. And yeah. I agree and disagree sure. to, to this. I agree because, yeah, there have been so many plays where Carson doesn't even, doesn't even look Terry's way. Yeah. But there are some plays where he doesn't have time to look Terry's way. Yeah. But, yes, in the times where he does have time, he just doesn't. He's doing a lot of staring down right now. Um, yeah. He, he has been doing a lot of that, which um, which is, you know, which is affecting the play all the way around. But Trev, Trev. Cooper Cup had like ten catches on Monday Night Football. They kept feeding him. 14. Isn't that fourteen catches? We don't have anybody else. Targets. Yeah, Alan Robinson targets. is a no show, and Van Jefferson is a no show. So they have to throw to Cooper Cup. They we know run. Terry can produce. Why not feed him? Yeah, I, I, bro. I don't find well, ways. Right. This is what I don't know. Maybe this Cooper Cup this, in motion, and all of a sudden he's up against maybe, a linebacker. If you maybe put this Terry McLaurin on a linebacker, you know how many yards this guy's going to get. Well, first I don't know. This maybe this is where the disconnect from the OTAs of Terry not being there, and this is showing up. Like we don't know. I mean, we it's it's easy for us to say because we're not on the field. Maybe he is looking at Terry, and Terry just not getting open. I mean, some plays we see that Terry's open, but I'm not going to lie. Say what you want. Trevon Diggs trapped him. I mean, he, he did. did. I mean, he, he did. did. I, Nathan, I know that one interception was a lollipop pass. I could, Gavin could have got it too with his eyes closed. I know, but at the same time, Terry was strapped all game. I mean, not all game, but yes, for, for the part. most part. Yeah. When he was he being looked to, at, yes, he does need to, to get more targets. Maybe that's Scott Turner's fault. Maybe that's Carson's fault. We don't know. It's a, it's a whole bunch of things combined, but. We do need to get Terry involved more. That way we can free up others for the offense. Well, when when Terry was out, Carson developed a good rapport with Jahan Dotson. And, and all the reports coming out of camp were that they that Dotson and Wentz. You can see he's, he's four touchdowns. Yeah, four yeah. touchdowns. It was already. like this. So so that may be the connection. But now yeah. Dotson's not here. So maybe, maybe we'll get Carson Terry. starts looking for Terry a little bit more. Oh. But, yeah, uh, you know what I would do here? You know, I had my sort of uh, well-thought-out theory. Here's my wackadoo theory right here. Okay. <laughs> put nine guys on the offensive line. All right. Put Carson in shotgun. Put Terry out wide and just have a one man route and let Terry burn a couple of guys and throw it to Terry every time. Yeah. You had a nice clean pocket, nine guys. You can have four guys covering Terry. They can't cover him. I have a question. <laughs> question here. Yeah. Is it in our offense the reason why our quarterbacks like don't audible at the line of scrimmage? Have you noticed I, that? Look, Trev, I think that's, that? that goes back to my theory. Have you, like, not, he doesn't have a grasp of this offense. Taylor, Taylor didn't audible. Um, um, who's before Taylor? Alex Wait. Smith kind of barely Alex didn't. Haskins kind of really didn't. We don't really audible at the line of scrimmage. We that, really and don't. that could be a Scott Turner thing too. Yeah, like we really don't. We don't even. Oh, yeah. like even do this or like act like right. audibly. We don't even do that. We even fake it. Even fake an audible. We point to like, oh, 57, 57, and then yeah. here comes 57. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but we don't even, actually like. How about this, Trev? Just go go up to the line and kind of look around and just just, just yell something yes. out of the blue. Like, yeah, I want to like, see the defense go like. 462 means like, nothing. Like the, I don't right. know you guys watched this Kansas on. City. Did you guys watch that Kansas City Chiefs goal line play where the tight end came and took the snap? Yeah, Did yeah, yeah. Like what? That was beautiful, and it and it worked. Pat Mahomes got the defense talking, so they didn't even see the tight end coming and snap the. Yeah. Why can't we do something like that? We don't no, even we did that a couple years ago. Remember Logan did that a couple of times. Yeah. Remember that he came in oh. there and snapped and it. Now speaking of Logan Thomas, that man yeah. is not one hundred percent. He's and not. He's he not. In every route he runs, every after the catch, my man was getting ready to hurdle and was like, ah, never mind. Like, 
He's slow. Yeah. You can, he's, he's ready to fall down a lot right after yeah. the catch. He's not looking he's, like he's, yards. he's north of 30 coming back from a knee injury. He yeah, is he not the soon. same player right now. Soon, Maybe like, later this season we'll see him. A lot of people calling for, for uh, Cole Turner. We'll see if that's ever going to happen. But they like I'm, what Armani Rodgers is bringing to the what? table. What the I hell would, they like about Armani Rodgers? I would like to see more brother. from Rodgers, honestly. I think, I, with Logan, Logan being as gimpy as he is right now, now special teams, like brother. yeah special teams is exactly where armani rogers is a fantastic special teamer give uh great with another shout out here thanks for the donation i need to put a sound thing in here for, for I, that I, I told you you should have kept Tori apke he's special i don't know if you guys can even hear that cole turner in there i mean we use armani rogers once on the offensive side he ran in motion for god knows what reason like that was gonna fool anybody and then what's he doing special teams for real what's he do Seriously, Trev, watch the special teams play. Hey, Armani Rogers is, is doing real well there. Uh, well, great Ratubi here. I watch a lot of NFL. I always see defenses with free men untouched getting through on defense, but never us. Poor schemes. There's been a lot of times where we've seen a free wide receiver. We uh, see it because we have the benefit of seeing the whole field. Carson Wentz isn't seeing the whole field right now. And I think that kind of goes into Stoner's uh you know theory there just not um you know not not where he needs to be yeah Cole 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 Turner looks the part he can't even beat out Armani Rogers sorry can't be Armani Rogers that's not we so Armani Rogers is there we know for special teams he's they they've said that he's like the way he's come around on as a blocker and they can use him as a as a effective wide receiver. Bates we know is in there because as Stoner loves to point out, he's practically another tackle. Uh, great, That's the solution. Great move blocker. him to move him to tackle. No, right? you then like you can Lucas. bring up full turn. Nah, yeah. And then uh, <laughs> and then you got Logan oh, Thomas, who is the vet who knows this offense, knows how to get himself open. He's just a bit slower. And yeah, Aaron, I, I agree with you here. I think it's Cole Turner needs to work on his blocking. He yeah. is a move tight end. We didn't he even get to see him do that. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, he didn't give that man a chance. You know what? I, I and I hear I hear that. I I saw him. He was bad at blocking. I, mean, I saw him on. in practice. I was super impressed with him up close. Yeah, like but, I don't even. But those coaches that. see him every single day, and he can't beat out those. And if he comes up. And he replaces Armani Rogers. Well, he can't do what Armani, Armani Rogers can do on special teams, and they need that. Well, 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 what the hell happens if Armani Rogers gets hurt on special teams? Well, he doesn't play that. Right. Then they'll figure out something else. But then you're going to be less uh, efficient on special teams because of that. And if you don't have to be, then stick with what I, you got. I'm pretty sure we could find somebody else to take. That's a very good point. We need to move tight end because we don't have any move tight ends. That's what Cole Turner was. Yeah, I'm pretty he, sure. Doug, we can Doug's saying we need to. Don't we need to move the ball? Put in the move tight Armani end. Rogers. Like, come on. There's got to be yeah. someone else. Dave Cole Turner did get uh, injured during the preseason, uh, mm-hmm. and then he has not been able to win his job back because the team has been. Uh, impressed with what Armani Rogers is bringing to the table, so uh, we'll see. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of other questions in here that I'm going to get to. But we'll get some reps this Sunday. Oh goodness Who? gracious! Okay, so John Bostic, Milo Milo Eifler is out, so we're going to see some yeah. John Bostic Sunday. Well, you didn't see Milo Eifler except for um, special, special teams. teams. Okay, that's, oh. that's where you see Bostic. Oh, no, you're not going to see John Bostic unless. Uh, unless somebody gets hurt, that's that's the only reason he's on. He has a roster spot, is he's there as an emergency. That's it. And you know, as he's a good locker room guy and he's a good team player, but he's a tackler too. No, he's not going to be out there unless somebody gets hurt. Yeah. La- last question before we move down to the cool down uh, from Grayson here. Do you think either Robinson or Larson play Sunday, and does it help? Yes. I'm going to say yes. Tyler yes Larson. To both? Has, yes. Tyler Larson has been a backup center for us for a few years. He's done a tremendous job. He just can't mm-hmm. stay healthy, but when he's healthy, he's great. Um, and that brings some more continuity for the rest of the guys on the line. Maybe not Carson Wentz so much, but with everybody else on the line, which is great. And Brian Robinson. Yeah. He can take that Jonathan Williams role that we saw last week. And that can provide Gibby to be more of that 
spread running back receiver that he was in week one. Mm-hmm. He took some snaps directly in the backfield and then lined up in the slot and, you know, did some route running at that. So I think that would help and take the load off of Gibby and make him uh, um, perform to his, his skill set rather than being the workhorse. If if they feel that Brian Robinson is healthy enough to play, right, then, then he's going to play, right? And if he's going to play, he's going to, play. he's going to make a difference because he stole that number one running like back spot from Antonio Gibson in training like camp. That. Yeah. So he's obviously uh, a not a I wouldn't say difference maker, but he improves yeah, the offensive back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think that Brian Robinson will play. I don't know that he's going to start, but he will play. I don't think Larson plays. I think yeah, they're gonna, I, I'm with you actually, Nathan, on that. Yeah, I think I think that they're going to keep Larson sidelined at least one more game. Maybe they like what they see out of Martin as the center right now, and Larson stays as a backup. Uh, but Brian Robinson will be on a pitch count, which great with Tubi coming here again with the super chat. Of course, we appreciate uh, that. Uh, great with Tubi here. Which sound effect? I disagree, Roger. Uh, we're only pass happy because we're getting blown the hell out in the first half in every game, yeah. so we have to be pass happy. Yeah, right. and, and we talked about that with Roger uh, just before, right? Like they, yeah. if you looked at that Dallas game, they had twenty-two rushes, twenty-two passes. Yeah. They were effective running the ball, but mm-hmm. then they start the second half and they're down two, three, yeah, scores. down fifteen. So, yeah. so you, you you gotta you gotta change it up. Uh, so great with Tubi here is a great question, uh, but we're going to answer that when we get to the game because we will be bringing you Dalla Dalla. We're also going to be talking about Jonathan Allen's comments and Ron Rivera's comments. All that is coming in the cooldown, which I'm assuming I'm going to play the cooldown too. Yeah. The cooldown is brought to you by Manscaped. Ever since my Nathan started using their products, I can't cool down. Fellas, trust me, go to Manscaped right now and get 20% off and free shipping by using the code REF. Your ladies will appreciate you. Now back to Trev, Stoner, and my Manscaped man, Nathan. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.